Hi, my name is Tatum. Welcome to Ohanga, and today we're going to be talking with Alana. All right, so let's get right into it. What kind of art do you do? I, I would say that I do mixed media art and a combination of sculpture art as well, um, some two-dimensional, three-dimensional. Very interesting. Um, and how did you get involved with art? Well, it really began when I was younger. Um, it just, it was like a natural thing for me. Um, when I was in like elementary school and middle school, I did a little, um, some like art contests and whatnot, and that really like sparked a nice fire in me. But then um, when I got into high school, it went kind of more towards, all right, so what's, uh, what are you gonna do for the rest of your life? And I was like, I'm gonna be an artist, so what are you gonna do with that? And yeah. I really didn't know. So um, I kind of went off track and uh, became a dental hygienist, and then Reiki entered my life, and it re-sparked that flame. Yeah. And I got in, back into art. So um, that's kind of like a tough question, but I, it's just like a natural thing. And because of Reiki, I would say it really brought it back into my life and felt like I was um, serving my purpose. That's really interesting. So you were always artistic as a child and stuff, drawn to it? Yeah, exactly. And Aww. I don't know, I guess there's some family members too that are also very artistic and have a big art background that I just recently was made aware of. So really? I think it's in the lineage, yeah. That's cool. Um, this kind of, I guess, ties in with that, but is there any person that particularly influenced your artistic pursuit? You said you have relatives who were interested in the arts, so did that influence yeah. you? Well, um, I think it, it definitely made me feel like, okay, so I'm not alone in this and in, in my family, but um, it was very much like a, a solo thing. It just like it was a, a natural attraction, I guess. Yeah. Cool. All right. So what motivates your art? I would say a lot of the beach of course um i'm definitely motivated when i'm there looking at all of the shells and pieces of driftwood but also i don't know the the energy behind healing crystals um when something has like a meaning or a purpose that really gets me motivated to create something um, when it tells a story that type of thing yeah so you kind of try to tell a story through your artwork would you say Definitely. Yeah. Um, it's always like when, when it has a story and a purpose and especially with healing properties behind it and it's giving some sort of like physical healing, it's just, I don't know, it drives me to, to create more. Yeah. So you said you started getting interested in Reiki and that kind of brought you back into art. Could you speak a little bit on that and just that process of how it kind of connected you again with that passion of yours? Yeah, sure. I, um, so with the Reiki practitioner that I was dealing with, she um, also connected very spiritually. Um, and she would tell me like, my guides are saying that I really need to get into this again. And, you know, you'll do well, you'll do well and just go for it. Like put your all into it. You're passionate about it and that'll shine. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. And as soon as I like got my paintbrush out, like 
ideas just started flowing. I went onto Pinterest and saw some like seashell flowers. I was like, I've got seashells. Let me throw some of those together. Yeah, I'm a yeah. big collector of things. And um, it just went off. And I told my husband that I, I love dental hygiene and everything, but art is really like where my heart is. And he, it, we're very regimented people. So without knowing where this is going to go, it was a little scary. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of um, was like, listen, you're either with me or you're not. <laughs> like, yeah. Hop on board. We're going. We're, we're going to try this art thing. And so we, call, we called it a hobby for the first, um, I would say, two years. And then saw that, okay, there's something here. And I'm still, like, driven about it and passionate. So, like, let's, let's see where this goes. And it's taken off and... I couldn't be happier. That's really amazing. Um, So this kind of goes off of what motivates your art, but what inspires you? You said the beach. um, Right. Yeah. I I think the beach um, sunsets, like the colors in the the sky. I've been trying to figure that out for the longest time, like why I am so drawn to the colors in the sky. And um, obviously, like when you're painting and whatnot, but I think there's also that um, spiritual connection, yeah. if that makes sense, like with the universe. Um, and so, yeah, I would say that all things nautical, so <laughs> the ocean, spirituality, um, metaphysical world, that definitely motivates me. Cool. Very interesting. Um so what themes emerge from your art? You, we kind of talked about telling a story. Are there any ones yeah. that kind of are reoccurring? Definitely. Um, I, I, do, I do like to do mermaid pieces, but also goddess pieces. Cool. So um, the latest one uh, right behind me, actually, it's Aphrodite. Yeah, so, I saw that on your website. So beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So it's, it's said that she kind of like rose up from the ocean on a scallop shell. So I put in a scallop shell and she's all about love. So I put in the healing crystals for love and also fertility and um, tying in those colors too. Because there's energetically, there's colors that tie in with all of those vibrations. So um, yeah, adding all of that in there and just trying to embody that whole meaning does that answer the question yeah for sure I think that's really interesting that you (laughs) were able to combine two passions of yours yeah it's cool yeah it's different I um I don't know in in dental hygiene I always loved that job because I could physically see okay this person is benefiting um from removing bacteria Mm -hmm. and you know I could see the results of that and so like the science is still there in my art, which is kind of cool because I know that there's science to back up the healing properties of crystals and even shells and driftwood. And it's, um, it's pretty neat. Yeah. I'm interested in crystals too. I have like a little jar. I collect ones with certain properties. So I think yes. that's interesting. Um, so kind of shifting focus, what obstacles have you faced in the pursuit of your art? honestly think like the the biggest obstacle has been pursuing art 
at a stage in my life where I was, I had a two-year-old and I was mm -hmm. pregnant. So trying to pursue a dream with having a brand new family and also just like uprooting my life and then finding that community at that time. It's, it's not like I went to college and met a bunch of people and had all these connections and people giving advice. Like I had to seek people out myself and kind of like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. That's <laughs> like the metaphysical side, the art side and um, energy, like I'm doing my own reading and whatnot and research and trial and error. So it just, it's just taken time. Yeah, for sure. Um, so kind of going off of obstacles, how do you deal with the stereotype of the struggling artist? Do you think that's affected you at all and not really been a problem? I always felt like that was, it's almost like a choice of a, like a mindset. Yeah. I don't think that necessarily has to be for everybody. I, I'm all about energy, right? So mm -hmm. what do you want to manifest? Do you want to manifest a struggle or do you want to manifest abundance? I've always just kind of kept on that path of like, if I'm, if I'm confident in what I'm doing, if I'm putting out there that this is great or I feel great about it, that's what's going to come back to me. Yeah. There's no need to struggle. So I haven't necessarily, I've, I've faced my struggles for sure. Like trying to figure out what works for me and my clientele and whatnot. But no matter what I'm doing, I'm passionate about it and I'm okay with that. You know, like I'm, if it doesn't work out, it's just not for them or at the time, or it's for somebody, or maybe it's just for me, you know, that, that's okay. So I don't, I don't really feel uh, the pain of the struggling artists. That's great. I think that's a really cool mindset that you have. Thank you. Um, I think it's work. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so again, shifting a little bit, can you describe your workspace, neat, messy, tools, lighting, kind of everything that affects you while you work? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a very interesting workspace. <laughs> well, for one, my husband and I, we share a workspace. So um, my side is when you, you're up, you look up at the wall and you, it looks like a carpenter is there. I've got like all of my power drills and hammers and nails. And then to the left, you got my paint. To the right, you got the shelves. Underneath me, you got the driftwood wow. underneath my desk. And then on top of my desk, you got the crystals in front, some sage, yeah. <laughs> some more shelves. And my desk itself is full of paint and dried up glue and probably some sand. <laughs> That's a hot mess. <laughs> Sounds, Sounds like an yeah. exciting workspace. So yeah. do you kind of collect things from the beach and stuff? You mentioned driftwood yes. and all that. And that, that's one thing I, I take pride in, I would say, is I love to handpick things myself. I mean, it's not always just me. I have plenty of little elves, I call them, my little helpers. <laughs> they bring stuff to me. I've got goodies in my, in my mailbox some days, on my front porch. So a lot of friends and family help. But I, I definitely, there's living in the ocean state in Rhode Island, um, it definitely has its parts. I try to handpick everything. It has more meaning too when you're able to like pick something up and say, "Oh, look at you! Like I'm, you just were in the ocean for hundreds of years. Now I'm going to make something out of you." You know, mm -hmm. that's yeah, it's really cool. 
And I can imagine it probably kind of creates a deeper connection with you and your artwork as well, knowing that you handpicked what's going into it. Definitely. And there's something intuitive about it too, when you're, you're picking these things up and suddenly like, oh, this will make a great, <clears throat> this will make a great petal on a flower or a dress or something. And then it sparks, okay, I'm going to make this piece today or tomorrow, yeah. or whatever, because, you know, I've got to clean everything. But <laughs> I, it, it's very motivating to be able yeah. to handpick everything. That sounds really cool. All right. So what is the ultimate goal for your art? What do you want it to be or mean to your audience? All of that. I think, um, so I, I already have a, a, what I would call studio space and it, it's great and um, it's, it's serving a wonderful purpose right now, especially for Reiki, but I definitely want to have a more of um, an art, he, I, would, I would call it like a healing art gallery yeah. where you would have all art displayed and up for sale, of course, it's a place where I can still like do my workshops and offer Reiki services. Um, it would be nice to have my office in there as well so I can create and like just do everything under one roof. Yeah. But I want it to be a space where people can come and like feel the energy and just like the the vibration of it all, you know, the, yeah. being able to do arts and crafts festivals, people are able to come into your tent and time after time, people say like, I just want to stay in here forever. You know, it, it feels great in here. And that's what I want. I want a space where people can come in and just want to stay and bathe in it. You know? <laughs> yeah. So has it been, so you do like fairs and arts and crafts, you know, shows and stuff. Has it been difficult? Mm -hmm with COVID not really being, being able to see your clientele in person since, oh, absolutely. you know, a lot of yeah. it is about energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So luckily I have a website where I can, you know, describe everything and put pictures up and that's been nice, but um, it's, it's not the same as mm -hmm. seeing it in person. And because like I said, the vibrations of everything, like feeling it, it's, you're not able to have that when you're not in person. But um, I've been able to do some workshops um, out of my home. I was doing them like in my garage with like the doors open and whatnot. And I set up a tent in my garage. So oh, I was wow. having my monthly yeah, I had monthly festivals from, I would say, I think it was June until October, no, June until September. And, um, and they worked out great. I, I did a couple of months and um, I would do back-to-back -back workshops, just small groups. And, and I, so people still got in, they still got to see my stuff, which was fulfilling, especially yeah. during all of this. But yeah, it wasn't compared to crowds of thousands of people, but Mm -hmm. It was still nice. That's awesome that you found a way to still see people in person. Yeah, I had to. I I was like, this. There's got to be a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is the last question, but we can keep talking if you have more to say afterwards. Yeah. But is there anything else you think is important to know about you or your art? Um. Really, anything. I would just say. Um, 
the biggest thing is when I'm creating, I, I create with a purpose yeah. and I create things with meaning and, and hopefully I, you can feel its benefits. So it's not just about enjoying the beauty, but also the benefits. And I, I take great pride in putting my heart and soul into it. And that's all I, I just want everyone to be able to know that and feel that and appreciate it. That's amazing. Awesome. Well, those are all the questions I have. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything you think we missed? I think that pretty much covers it. Okay, great. Thank you so much.